Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello. Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, uh, best bits of this afternoon show. We were joined in the studio by the four boys that won the X Factor in 2017, Rack Yeah, what nice lads they were. Oh, I really, crackers, yeah, it? enjoyed chatting to them, yeah, so hopefully really you'll nice enjoy it. I wish them, you know, you really want to see them do well now. Yeah, well, I'm not absolutely. Like, I wish them ill before. <laughs> I just wasn't familiar with their work, but, you know, lovely That's kids. That's not what you said to me. Lovely kids. No, I hope they never have a hit, you said, until you met them. You know that's not me. That's not me. That's what I'm saying. I hope they never have a hit. Why would I ever say that about anybody? That's not That's you, Andy. That is me, yeah. Don't judge me. Anyway, yeah, nice boys. You'll hear from them. Um, Eddie Hearn came on and was very interested on Tyson Fury. Um, mm. So you'll hear that as well. And we had a chat. We had quite a lot of chats. Today, yes, we had quite a we bit covered of some chat. Ground. covered a lot of ground today. So here it all is. <laughs> Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, everybody. And uh, Ken Doherty is to sl- oh, start it's, the uh, snooker play. Uh, sorry, one pound and ten pence, not uh, one pound and five pence. Sorry about that. Yeah, I think we've well, gone bonkers. Headphones. No, it is one. It doesn't matter. Keep going. Keep broadcasting. <laughs> you sure you're not going to interrupt? Forgot, I've forgotten the old money. <laughs> it's just, it's so bad. That's not a Let good Paul sign, know. is it? I'm sure the listeners know. Yeah, I think it was a shilling. Yeah, five. Keep going. Uh, Ken Doherty, five the snooker player, is to start in a snooker film <laughs> with Rutger Hoyer. I was just wondering, is it called Baze Runner? That's good. Come on. Not Is he bad. really going to star in a yeah. snooker film? Yeah. With wow. with Rutger Hoy. It wouldn't have worked that joke if it wasn't true. Well, we've had films about <laughs> Paul, haven't we? The Hustler, Colour yeah. Money, the follow-up and stuff. Yeah, so we've a, seen, you know. Movie. Okay. Where's it being made? Can you give me any more I on that? I don't know any more details about it. It was a little, uh, I think, a little spot in one of the tabloids. Maybe we should yeah. get Ken on. Yes. Let's find out. I know okay. you you really only mentioned it for that gag. No, no, I'm, I'm quite happy quite to get intrigued. Ken on. I like Ken. Yeah. yeah. It'd be tremendous. Yeah. And a man has received counselling in India after spending eight hours a day watching Netflix. Really? Has he seen The Crown yet? Yeah. <laughs> Just wondering. <laughs> that's the worst thing you could say to him. But that's the trouble. You would have... He said, no, I haven't. He'd gone to the counsellor and he'd say, well, what did you watch? Well, I watched The Crown and then I watched uh, The Good Place. I was watching that. I was watching Making a Murder. I watched that. And then I watched the old Bobby Kennedy documentary. And, so, and that was eight hours. And the bloke's bound to say... Oh, did you not watch Bojack Horseman? <laughs> oh, now you're... Uh, what about uh, comedians in cars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, that's, I'm going to have to go back and watch more telly. That wouldn't be a good thing, would it? No, it wouldn't be a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, you'd like to know what I watched. So last night, in the absence of sport, yeah. I watched uh, Killing Eve. Oh, yeah. Uh, no sport in that except shooting. Uh, Instinct uh, with Alan Cummings. That's quite good, actually. And Do you, uh, you think... 
when he plays that. Well, I quite like. It's like Monk. That's why I like it. Yeah, it's a bit. You don't it's a, keen on it's it? A bit blindingly obvious. I yeah. like him. I think oh, he's very good, but I just think it's all a bit. Well, bit, one of the one of the cast members was the British actor Daniel Ings. I thought that was. Sport, yeah, he's been know. on the show, hasn't he? Yeah. Daniel, nice fella. Yeah, not the. Uh, I mean, he could have shot it during uh, his rehab period, but I don't think it was that Danny yeah. from injury. We'd like to point out, we're not yeah. casting aspersions. No, yeah, okay. We've got to be so careful these days. <laughs> oh, not goodness. that we're suggesting at all that oh, Danny Ings was in rehab. He wasn't. It's just he was. I know he wasn't. He was coming back from injury. <laughs> don't start saying I things mean, like that about Danny that. Ings. He seems like a nice man at all. And. Um, it's Stephen Mangan's sitcom, which I quite like. Have you seen that? Uh, it's Hang Ups. It's no, I just yeah. I, 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 I like him. No sport in it, but he's a Spurs fan. It was very funny. Okay, well I'll, I'll be I'll check that out. Thank you very much. So that's uh, tonight. You've got choices. Well, we? I might watch a bit of the Wales. You have got the England under twenty one. You got Scotland, and you've got the Wales game as well. Yeah, I haven't seen a lot of phones. So I might watch the England under twenty one. Yeah, that's, that could be good. Okay, go on then. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for allowing me to. And Amazon are to offer, this is going to be interesting, actually, mm. the choice. When they do uh, Premier League football in the next deal, yeah. they're going to offer an, a choice of an all-female commentary team yeah. for the coverage. It's going to be interesting to see. I bet there are people who think, yeah, I quite might go for that. It'd be interesting. And it's obviously people who won't want to know about it. But it'd be very, I think it's quite a fascinating experiment. Anyway, mm. That's what they're doing. This is for what game, sorry? For... The, Amazon have got the two simultaneous days you know when all games are played oh, yeah, on the yeah, same yeah. day that right. bit of contract that was mm-hmm. kind of left over sure of course so they're going to be doing that and uh, I was watching the red zone on Sunday night this is the American American football, football sorry, I would say that yeah, yeah. Uh, NFL red zone mm. and uh, the Carolina kicker Graham Gano scored and you know he did that's his name okay he, amazing 63 yard field goal to win the match and I wouldn't have mentioned it except he was born in Arbroath oh was he really I so- never realised that today I said he Gano was born in Arbroath, Scotland, not Arbroath. Is his name really Gano? Is that his name? Well, that's what they call him, Graham Gano. Graham Gano. Yeah, yeah. you're spelling that. G A N O. Oh, okay. That's right. <laughs> not Graham Gano. Graham Gano, Graham Garno. Graham oh, yeah, I Gar- thought there were no. other, other options. No. Graham Gano, that's what they call now, him. Now, I, I don't know, what should we read into this? The good people at Tottenham Hotspur have contacted me because I'm yet to have my membership pack. Every year you get a little yeah. pack, don't you, when you have your season yeah, ticket? Yeah, that's true, yeah. And uh, they're sending them out. Um, I don't know if that, that hastens the kind of move to the new stadium. Shall I tell you what I'm getting for my season ticket money and all the sort yeah, of hassle we've had over the last few months? I will be receiving a Spurs branded blank key. I don't know what that Spurs break into the cheese room. Key. <laughs> yeah. no, I think you can have it cut. It's going to, you've got a door key. Your door key's the, oh, in the I'm Tottenham. Meant to, I meant to show you this thing that my friend went to the ground and, yep. uh, and basically shot some footage from his seat where he's going to be sitting. Absolutely. Look good, didn't it? It's going to be fantastic. Well, I'm sure it's going to be and worth somebody the put uh, some film from the Sky Bar. I think there's a thing called the Sky Bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right at the top, yeah. <sighs> Looks good, doesn't it's it? It's going to be amazing. Well, not just me blank key that I can then have cut into uh, mm. into my door key. A White Hart Lane, a new stadium, limited edition camera, m- pardon, commemorative coin. I get a commemorative Cameron, co- Cameron Mc- coin. coin. I'll get the Spurs pin badge. You've got about 50 of them yeah, yeah. from various vintages. The leather card wallet. Oh, very nice. And a match day bag for life. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. Security compliant, apparently, and part of their commitment to reducing the amount of single-use <laughs> so plastic. It must be plastic that you it's can just, see. Well, it's basically, it's got to be part, see-through. Part of my, they give me a plastic bag. They're giving you a see-through plastic bag. They, they How are, else can me, it be security compliant if it isn't see-through? They're giving me a see-through plastic bag, <laughs> uh, a badge, a leather wallet, uh, a coin, and a blank key. 
and a cuddly toy. And well, I suppose in the right <laughs> to watch how many ever games will be left too by the time we move <laughs> to the new place. And then a chance to buy my ticket again. <laughs> It'll all be forgotten. Yeah, you'll see. It's going to be great. great. It's been fun. <laughs> so uh, coming up this afternoon, I think. What do you get in your pack? You get, when you get these season ticket packs, mm. talk sport listeners. Have you ever got anything that made you go, "That's fantastic"? Probably not, because no. you know they're just they're little sweeteners, aren't they? You've made the commitment anyway, and the club. You know, they're not going to give you a Fabergé egg, are they? No, I don't think we get anything. Don't you get a little no, thank you or a, anything? I think you get a discount in the club's shop. That's about it. So really. they don't give you a few knickknacks? No. No, okay, well, no, I've never had any knickknacks. Okay, well, let us know, listeners. Do you get knickknacks from your club? Maybe my, I'm sitting here having a go at the blank key and the, and the see-through plastic bag, but maybe they're looking after me and I had no idea. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH. What do you reckon the average cost or, or the cost of the, the, the package because, I mean, they've got to have sent it out to at least 35,000 people. Putting so. that together? Um, well, probably more than more that than now. That, yeah, more. I don't know. I've, I've not, I mean, I'll get my calculator out during the break tenor, and try and do the numbers. Tenor's worth or something? Yeah, I mean, I'm, they've worked in bulk, haven't they, Andy? I'm sure it's, uh, they've not all been handmade. I'm sure my, my leather wallet didn't come from Smith. Sure Daniel Levy drove quite a hard bargain. Yeah, I imagine he did. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Billy, the big red bus tells us that uh, a lot of the Ken Doherty film that you mentioned earlier on... Mm. Was, uh, was made in the Loughton Club where Ronnie has a table. I take it means Ronnie <coughs> O'Sullivan almost certainly. So yeah. there we are. Oh, well, uh, Billy, thank, thank you very much. much. It's obviously some sort of thriller. Mm. And we were talking about Graham Gano, the NFL kicker, yeah. who was born in Arbroath. Mm. And Bob said, uh, Bob from Arbroath just got in touch with me, he said he went to school with he him. He went to school with him. It's well, amazing. What do you know? Yeah. Uh, you're telling us about the stuff the clubs send you when you sign up for a season ticket. Uh, Coventry City used to send out a very, says Dave, a very stylish scarf, which was not available for sales on non-season ticket holders. Oh, yes, that's snobby. nice, isn't it? Yeah, good, elite. I think that's the key. Uh, to have any value, it needs to be exclusive. Very sensible take on that, Dave, and you're absolutely right. I think we all want something that was completely exclusive. Um, this comes from Dave, he says, another Dave, a season ticket holder gift pack at West Ham this season. I think we all got, all we got was a letter telling us we could use the same smart card ticket from last season. I think they spent the money they saved on players, so I can't complain. That's where if you're seeing it spent on the pitch, Dave, that's fair enough. And at Cardiff last season, we had our names put on our seats. Wow. This season, we got faux leather card holder. Faux. Faux. Old, yeah, old English vinyl, as Del Boy once said. <laughs> uh, went to the first game, and they'd taken the sticker off of our seat. Oh, dear oh, me. I know. That's normal, that one. Thank you very much for all of those. So keep telling us, talksport.com forward slash H&J. You can text to 81089. Or you can tweet to TSH&J. Uh, we await our guest, Andy. Do you have anything else for us? Um, from the uncorrected list that you had earlier on? Yes. Uh, Geraint Thomas. We, we heard yesterday that his uh, Tour de France uh, trophy had been stolen. Right, yes. Yes. Uh, and uh, I was thinking, where's Pickles when you need him? Well, that's very true. That's... <laughs> Well, Pickles is dead, Andy. I don't, I, want to, I don't want to be Joe Blunt about it, but Pickles was a dog who found a cup in 1966, and he's not going to be still alive, yeah, bet, is he? I bet you he's got descendants. But you have they, special trophy sniffing out sniff out jeans. I wouldn't think so. Yeah, trophy no, sniff out jeans. jeans. It's yeah, not impossible. Not much for that. Doesn't really work. Thank you very much indeed. Yeah. Uh, yesterday I was talking about the fact that um, Wimbledon Golf Club they've offered the members uh, 85 grand each. 
They have to, uh, to sort they of. Wanna, they want to. They want to grow uh, the, mm. the, the the Wimbledon tennis. Uh, yeah, it's, it's right next door to the All England Tennis yeah. Club, and they want to expand the the, the tennis. And uh, you know, so have you got an update on that? Yeah, they've accepted. They've it. accepted. Members. I think you would, wouldn't you? You would, wouldn't you? <laughs> they heard me saying, "Yeah, go and play at Coomill. Don't worry about it." So that's going to be good for the other local club, isn't it? I mean, they're, they're, we hear a lot about how difficult it is. Although the Coomhill, I mean, I don't know the club from Adam, mm. but do you think they need new members? Oh, I don't know. It's very popular. So I think Tarby and people like that. Why don't they Bruce, just put their, Bruce used to play. Why don't they just put their annual membership up to eighty-five grand? <laughs> <laughs> that old thing you see in football. That would be a very good idea. And you know, you've got money burning a hole in your pocket. Yeah, but there are some clubs, aren't there? There's, there are clubs that are crying out for members, and there are clubs that have been taken over and suddenly hit the membership with a sort of massive bills, you know, massive yeah. fees. So, yeah, it's, it's quite an interesting thing. The have you ever been a member of a golf club, Andy? Have you ever gone down that route? No, I haven't. I used to, I used to go and have lessons at a club where, uh, at the time, they... they my particular religion wasn't particularly welcome. I'd oh, say. blimey. Well, very, that's I was well, very, very long. To be fair, it was a very long time ago. And that uh, has been over the years. I was about of 15. I was about 50 years ago. To oh, be okay. Fair. Well, fair. Yeah, <laughs> to be okay. fair. You've got to let them off now. Got to let, let it go. It didn't make it right, though, did it? That's true. Yeah, it was odd, though. I could have lessons there, but I couldn't be a member. Strange. Well, I would, that was me. I would have I would have flounced off and not had lessons there, but Andy should have told them. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from Talk Sport. One of the things we've noticed about Anthony Joshua is that he doesn't really go in for a lot of trash talk. He doesn't really, you know, it's it's quite refreshing. But on the other hand, there's nothing like a bit of trash talk, good trash talk to sell a fight. And you have to say that Tyson Fury, whatever you think of him, he is good at it, isn't he? He is good at getting the headlines. He's a brilliant trash talker. I mean, he can can take a situation where, you know, him and Wilder are, are quite pally, yet he can make it look like the greatest build-up of all time. And he's a very smart guy, Tyson yeah, Fury. He I mean, he's a good fighter. And you know, people think that he's not the brightest. He's a bright guy. He knows what he's doing. And, um, you know, I, I think that it's what you like. I mean, you're never going to get Anthony Joshua pretending to dislike someone or, or talking without without action. So, you know, unless someone sticks it on him, which I think you'd get in a Wilder fight for sure, you're not really going to see a reaction. And, mm. you know, you might find that not entertaining or not, but that's Joshua being himself. He's a very humble guy. He's a role model as well. He's a great ambassador for the sport. And, and we're lucky to have him. The country's lucky to have him because I tell you, without Anthony Joshua, British boxing wouldn't be where it is now. So uh, it's the first time in a long time you've got someone that I believe young kids can look up to from the sport of boxing and parents can actually turn around and say, mm. you know, to their kids, if they say, I want to be the next Anthony Joshua, you actually say, good for you, son. You had a bit of a fallout with uh, with Tyson on uh, social media the other day, and he was um, responding. Well, I wouldn't know because he blocked me. See, he gives, <laughs> he, really? he, he gives he gives me stick. He, he he's given me stick every day really? for the last three years, and I've not really said anything because I, when he sees me, he couldn't be more friendly. Mm. And um, all I said was that he's probably the most unentertaining heavyweight boxer I've ever seen. Right, and he blocked me straight away. I couldn't believe it. I've soaked up all this stick from him from years and years, mm-hmm. and I just said that, and he blocked me. So I can't see what he says, but you know, um, he, he sort of he's very very good at, at creating controversy and talking points, and you know he's, he's done that here. And you know, I, I stand by what I said. Mm. You know, there's entertainment in boxing in the ring, and there's entertainment out the ring. Out the ring, he is absolutely golden in the ring I've never seen him in an entertaining fight doesn't mean he can't win I mean he's got one of the best heavyweight victories from a Brit of all time Mm. but did Mm. you watch the fight I mean Joshua goes in there you never see Joshua in a bad fight but you know it is about 
getting hit, hitting and not getting hit and Fury does that well and he will attempt against Wilder to frustrate him and um, you know tie him up and do all those kind of things he did against Klitschko but I just don't think this time around it will work especially when it's only a 50% Tyson Fury Tyson's response was to say that you'd once offered him a multi-million pound contract <laughs> so you couldn't think it was that boring was that was yeah, that right big, big, it was true we had a meeting in Monaco and offered him the chance to fight Tony Bellew and to fight Dillian White mm. but instead he wanted to fight Sefer Seferi and the other Italian guy he boxed so mm. Um, I wanted him to fight. Of course, look, he—he's. It doesn't matter how boring he is in the ring. Yeah. He said, you know, he creates controversy. People will t- tune in to watch him. Unfortunately, when you do watch him, you don't quite get what he said you were going to get. But <laughs> I was desperate for him to fight Tony Bellew, and mm-hmm. I wanted him to fight Dillian White as well. But you know, they—they they weren't fights that he'd take at that time. And you know, now he's in a big fight. And listen, you know, I, I hope he wins, but I just don't believe he will. Um, the WBC have been saying uh, Fury. Um, sorry, uh, Andy Joshua uh, yeah. versus um, Tyson Fury is a fight they want to see. I mean, does that bring yeah. that any closer? There's still loads and loads of work. Not, you're not trying really. To do. I mean, that, you know, when you've got so many politics out there, a governing body can't really order a fight where another guy is champion. But I think what the WBC have said is what we all believe, which that the winners of that that fight should fight and should unify, you know, and fight for the undisputed world heavyweight title. Mm. You know, I think that ultimately Fury will have a rematch clause in that fight so for, for Anthony's career and for the fans I want Wilder to win that fight for, for Britain I'd love to see Tyson Fury do it but you know we're in talks now with, with Deontay Wilder things are actually starting to progress a little bit because you know, we can't wait until December 1st because this isn't a deal that's going to happen overnight you know we've been working on it for nearly a year now so there's nothing that tells me that after December 1st we meet and it gets done that week so all we're saying to them is let's have a meeting you know let's keep talking because ultimately we all have a duty to try and make this fight and and my job is to to deliver for my client and my client wants to fight Deontay Wilder it's the only fight he wants next so it's my job to try and make it happen and if I don't then I've failed you know I've failed for the fight fans I've failed for myself I've failed for Anthony Joshua and I, I don't expect to do that. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. He did a cracking job, Goffey. I think you mm. heard what he said. I've just retweeted it, and I've gone check it out. He did a really, really good job when he did it. Lovely little speech for him, said he followed he's, his career. He's and everything. great. Do you remember that when we played cricket with him, how much fun he made it? Very supportive, how yeah. brilliant he was. Yeah, no, no. I'm not uh, surprised. Alan and Ali tried the beer. He's not massively keen. We So we walked in. We're not, we're, you know, we're, we're quite used to walking into the talk sports studio and seeing... Uh, a bottle of beer on the side. There's Alan's special coffee. Well, some left. <laughs> was it an empty well, bottle? No, some. I'm guessing the one that was left was that was Ali's. <laughs> but this is the stuff that um, that he's been drinking. That Goffey says he's not massively keen on. That he's been uh, drinking over in Sri Lanka so far. But uh, the, gents, <laughs> the boys on breakfast, they 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 didn't think. Uh, they thought he'd overreacted. They quite like it. The other good thing is that he took his golf clubs with him. But the nearest course about two hours from Dambulla. So. <laughs> They can't play, but I think they're going to play in the weekend. That news on Vatonga, not a massive shock. I did hear uh, the other day that uh, somebody saw him uh, at the Cardiff game and he was limping really badly. It didn't like somebody's going to be back in a couple of weeks with a no, slightly tweaked hamstring. So that is a blow, you know, along with all the other injuries and Danny Rose coming back. Anyway, that's my problem. And indeed, <laughs> Jens. Um, we move on to some of the stuff yeah. that my club today have dropped me a line and I, I could be reading stuff into it. We're getting closer to moving to the new stadium because my membership pack, which I'm yet to receive. Membership uh, pack? Yeah, membership. We've we got a proper membership pack, Andy. I've told you what yeah. we've got. We've yeah. got the branded blank key that we can have cut. Uh, and that'll be our door key, the Spurs door key. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what you do. So they give you a blank key and you get it cut to your door key. That's what they give you as a little, as a little gift. Um, got a limited edition coin. Spurs have the key to your heart. Well, indeed. Um, Spurs pin badge. Yeah, we get one of those every year. Got a million of those. No wrong with that. The leather card oh, wallet. I'm all for that. Not faux. And the match day plastic bag, security compliant. So that's what I'm getting along with, uh, obviously, a seat in the ground. Uh, this is a good one. Uh, this is a nice gift. This is from Tom. He said a few seasons back, Arsenal gave us as a free gift a bottle opener that recreated the famous commentary that went with Michael Thomas scoring the winner at uh, Anfield every time a beer was open. So every time you open it, you've got more going, it's up for grabs now. That's, <laughs> That's brilliant. <good. laughs> Remains the best free gift ever. Still makes me smile. Uh, well done, Arsenal. That is a very, very good gift and just different. And that is unique, isn't it? Mm. That's what you want, really. Uh, Cov, says Dave, used to send out a very stylish scarf, which was, I don't know, he told us that once, I apologise, that, that scarf's still doing the rounds. Um, not only does my Telford season ticket not come with any extras, but they don't even get posted out to us. You have to go and collect them, says uh, Marcus. Come on, Telford, for goodness sake. They're probably quite cheap. And uh, somebody's alerted me to, because uh, it'll soon be poppy time, won't it? You know, and yeah. I don't know about you, but I, I, buy, I end up buying about five or six, I just fall off. Yeah. So, uh, well, so I, I think, and I did know. have a, I did have a Chelsea poppy pin, but I thought, well, I, I, you don't want to wear it another year because they're not making any money out of no, it. No, exactly, you got to buy. So a new somebody's one. alerted me to the, the poppy, the Royal British Legion shop where yeah. they have loads of football poppy lapel pin yeah. badges. So I bought you one one. You remember yeah. I buy because they're I've just still at, got at that St. one. Paul's, yeah. At okay. St Paul's, they they set up and if you get there early well, enough, I just bought you a Tottenham one. So Good man, go. thank you. You've yeah, re- yeah. repaid the favour. That's lovely. But yeah, do if you. They're, they're fantastic. So go on. It's a British Legion website, yeah? Yep. Okay, go and check those out. And they've got the clubs because they do sell out very quickly, those ones. So, uh, yeah, get them while you can. They're a great cause. Now, to celebrate 10 consecutive years as a season to get older at Donny Rovers, our names were put on a big plaque on the side of the ground. That's a nice touch, isn't it? Yeah. That's uh, rewarding your loyalty. Um, that's from uh, An- Andrew Thackeray there. So there we are.
Um, anything else for Sandy? Um, I'm quite fascinated by it. We, we might do something on this. This was a piece in The Sun today about some research in Madrid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the key to being a Premier League star is to is a stronger heart and lungs, not skill, a study claims. So basically, I uh, think I think I think you find it's a, it's a bit of both. Well, you'd think <laughs> it can't be the is, old, of course it's I mean, no, skill, but it must a, be. He says aces such as Harry Kane. I suppose there are other footballers that are available. Yeah, <laughs> need less time to get their breath back after sprints than those who play at a lower level. Test done on two hundred footballers from Spain's La Liga one and two, rather one and two clubs, show that fast recovery time depended on their division. Not their age. Well, yeah, but yeah, skill must play a part, mustn't it? I mean, skill, practice, stamina, I would, I would fitness. Said, well, that's what fascinates me. I would have said the definitely. gift. You know, some yeah. of it natural, some of it worked on. You need all of those components, don't you? To uh, yeah, I've been listening. Funny enough, the, the, the free economics, the books. Have you ever heard of those before, Andy? No, I've heard of it, but no they they produce a podcast. And they've just done a series yeah. on sport, which um, I'd, I'd recommend if you want to hear those. It's really interesting. Okay. Different angles on sport from from that point of view, and they've been talking about that very subject. You know, it's no one thing, is it? It's, you know, you can. Well, you, I wouldn't have thought it's in one thing, no, but it's no, interesting. No. We'll, we'll see if there'll be more research done on that. And um, I don't know if you've seen this case, the McMafia case, and the woman was named yesterday. And uh, but the spokesman for the National Crime Agency, yeah, is a guy called Donald Toon. I don't know what team he supports. Well, yeah, well, yeah, we, we, yeah, we could we could probably guess. Yeah, probably, yeah. And so this is a different kind of uh, the same way. a different kind of thing you get from your club. And I, this is nice. This is from Handyman Hardy. Uh, with my season ticket at Dorchester Town FC, I get the privilege of painting the men's toilets today voluntarily. But that's nice. That's a different thing when you're so close to mm. your club. You know, it's unlikely um, that Daniel Levy is going to call me and ask me to lay a few. Breeze blocks at the new stadium. Very Not going to voluntarily. <laughs> Although we could have had an army of volunteers, it could have been like ground force. Couldn't it? We all could have gone that in like Nick Knowles. We all could have gone in. The <laughs> people not, have not a clue what the DIYSOS. All of us going in mob-handed and trying to get the place finished. So That'd be uh, good, yeah. we get it done before the uh, Burnley game. We have got an army of loyal volunteers, <laughs> says Nick. Yeah, I can see that. Working and out. a gardener was spurred on to make a record-breaking 975. We well, haven't made it. He's grown it. Oh, yeah. 975-pound pumpkin. You are. Uh, thank you. I probably am. After his first effort was labelled pathetic oh by his mum, Elaine. That's a bit harsh. Richard Lasseur, 66, <laughs> spent seven years honing his craft and smashed the previous 551-pound record for the heaviest pumpkin ever grown on Jersey. That's a bit of an obscure record, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. What about the rest of the country? Roy Castle would have got the grips for that a few years <laughs> Richard, ago. Richard, he? he would. A retired builder from the Channel Islands said, I happened to grow one that was 165 pound, which seems pretty big to me. Mm, yeah. My mum said it was pathetic. Really? Well, that's, you don't want your mum saying that, do you? You can't stand, you think your mum would be on your side. Well, you think so, really. Uh, Reese from Newark, who's a Forest fan, said, as part of my season ticket, we got sent a picture a few years back with our names uh, on our shirts and the headline, we're serious about promotion. Are you? Uh, unfortunately, we got relegated to League One that season. So that was tempting fate, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, on that subject, Mark says, with my Charlton season ticket, I get free disappointment every year. Keep your chin up, Mark. Um, whole city this year, says Matt. Um, uh, this year made fans use the same pass slash card as the previous season. So they didn't have to print them again. Enjoy the leather wallet, though. He says. <laughs> so, yeah, keep those coming. The little gifts that your club give you for uh, as a show of loyalty. So, talksport.com forward slash HNJ. Text to 81089 
or tweet to TSHNJ. I don't know if you ever look on Google Maps, for example, at your own house. You might you might have done that in the past. Yeah, I probably have. Street view. You know, street, street view, view on with you. Know. Yeah. Uh, but a couple have divorced after the husband was browsing Google Maps and spotted his wife in a clinch with a bloke in Lima in Peru. <laughs> what are the chances? I don't know. She re- surely she was pixelated. I don't know how you recognised oh, her. Oh, that's true, you. yeah. Maybe could you spot your missus if she was pixelated? <laughs> She's standing outside your house snogging, snogging a bloke. some other bloke. Yeah, yeah might you'd, probably have a, you'd probably have a guess, wouldn't <laughs> you? you? Probably I recognise those shoes anywhere. <laughs> yes. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Thank you for having us. It sounds like, from what you're saying, you are talk sport listeners. Well, there's talk sport listeners among you anyway. Yeah, definitely. I think in our um, previous lives, driving to work in the morning and on the way home afterwards as well, uh, we were always listening to it. So it's weird being here and actually seeing you because I've just heard your voices. (laughs) (laughs) People never look like they sound, do they? Really? You thought Andy was about six foot four, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) So are you? uh, you All uh, you're Watford boys, aren't you? Yeah. From here. So you all Watford fans or, or not? Um, Ashley's United. I am. I'm a. Okay. I'm a Cockney red. Okay. <laughs> Jamal, what about you? You. Um. <laughs> I like sport in general. So okay. Oh, I, I could you be quite impartial when I go football. to. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Come on, football. Exactly. Uh, Mustafa, what about you? You, you follow uh, the team. I support Mo Salah. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Where's he played? Where's he played? Oh, okay. Fellow Egyptians got me done. Yeah, well, I, was, well, I was at Chelsea last year and, and they were playing Liverpool, and three Egyptian blokes were sitting in front of us. Basically, they'd just come, they had Egyptian flags and everything, and they basically were Mo Salah fans. Yeah, the, the support yeah. is unreal. He's like the most yeah. famous guy in Egypt. Like, well, at the World Cup, they, they, his number one lookalike, that guy he met, we, yeah. he was oh, yeah. doing the rounds. He was in quite Russia. annoying. <laughs> but, <laughs> but doesn't he? It's, it's, it's him, basically. Oh, it's him. That's for sure. Sorry, Mark. Do you football fan? You um, yeah, well, I was. I started as a Newcastle fan, um, and my when my little brother signed for Watford, oh. um, yeah, he I, I started following Watford and I support Watford till this day. Obviously, he's he's just got a scholar, so yeah, yeah, he's he's doing well there. So yeah, but I'm a Watford fan Good now stuff. because Brilliant. of him. Now the nice thing about your story as a band, I suppose, is that you were all mates before. I mean, we've seen bands on the X Factor kind of brought together. That's worked pretty well, I think it's fair to say. <laughs> yeah. But the nice thing was you were you were properly mates sort of beforehand, weren't you? Yeah, we all grew up with each other, went to school with each other, hang around with each other, played sport. I mean, me and Miles met from playing football right, yeah. with each other from the age of ten, eleven. Wow. Um, and music was just something that we always loved. And as time went on, we decided to form a group, and things escalated, and we ended up winning the show but yeah it was all just quite organic and a group of mates doing what they loved that's lovely now you brought a book out to sort of yeah, celebrate do, the whole you've got it in your hand yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> our journey it's called by Raksu 100% official which is very important and uh, it's got a sort of profile Andy and I are knocking out an unofficial one at the moment <laughs> <laughs> it's a shame you've beaten us to it you've beaten us to it that's oh no yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's got profiles of all of you and then it, it's it got ju- those kind of football like yeah. pen picks the yeah, Q&A's the sort of thing <laughs> the sort of things you used to get in the programme yeah. <laughs> favourite food uh, that's right. So the footballers have always done this kind of thing. We always like to know. We're going uh, to have panini stickers. Yeah, <laughs> that would look good in all Someone your shirts. Someone should do that, shouldn't they? Like one of the record labels, like a Sony panini, sti- panini sticker set. <laughs> this one caught my eye, though. This, uh, for Ashley, the strangest gift you've ever received. 
And the answer was a kosher cooking book for my birthday. For a strange <laughs> present. Oh, mate. Yeah. Really? Um, yeah. One of my best mates, Josh Dudak, um, okay. he is Jewish. Yeah. And when I was going to university, he decided to get me a kosher cookbook. Well, I, enough, really. <laughs> I look forward to eating your luck. Thank yeah, you very much. It'd be brilliant. You can open, just open a little place. Salt beef. Yeah, salt beef salt place. I want to ask you about something because it's got the sort of X Factor journey and what happened and the whole presumably how you felt about it and the judges houses you were with Simon Cow weren't you correct we were what's that like all we see is that basically they're there you're there you go and sing to them but I mean, are you actually in the house with him? I mean, do you have sit down and have breakfast with him and all this? Amount? Oh, well, uh, <laughs> time to get on each other's nerves. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how it works. No, we. I mean, we had we we didn't have no uh, Simon Cowell's breakfast in the morning. We had croissants and that was it. So okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, nah, do you know what? We we would we would stay up till about four four five a.m. in the morning rehearsing, um, and then it was straight on to filming at about seven eight a.m. So. Mm. Um, yeah, you you stayed you stay in obviously we was in Saint Tropez, weren't we? Monaco. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only for um, two days. Yeah, you're there you're right. there literally for two days and um yeah, you stay up late rehearsing and then you, you get get to filming. That is it and it's it is very long days, but for us it paid off. Did you great. did you think you had a good chance? No. Nope. I mean going in that first I mean your your audition, <laughs> no you see all you've I just watched it back earlier on, are you all incredibly confident considering uh i think within the first audition we were incredibly confident going in mm. um we're having a laugh <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a really good day <laughs> um, <laughs> you were clearly enjoying it and so were they that was and, nice and, and it was a it was a long day to be honest but um i think after we we got stopped um it kind of just maybe deflated our balloon a little bit and mm. made us push for it even more um which yeah i think we didn't really know how it was going to go maybe mm. until the week of the final which might sound silly but mm. that's literally when it hit home for us because we had the opportunity to perform mm. to a mass of people obviously you perf- you spend a lot of time performing to the television and performing to yeah, screens yeah. and the cameras and that was probably the first time when we heard people singing back the lyrics and cheering Raksu that was the Saturday yeah. of, of the final but, but it didn't really matter to us mm, to be yeah. honest we just wanted people across the country to hear our music so whether we won or not we were never too bothered about so as long as we were on TV singing our songs we were happy yeah. and they were your songs you yeah, performed the original material yeah. Yeah. Do, you, do you think that the, the contest basically should be that should be people having rather than because the, the criticism of X Factor is it's mm. a karaoke contest well there's been lots of great I mean you know yeah. Sinatra didn't write a lot of his songs <laughs> he, had a, he had a great voice I mean sometimes yeah, you know, maybe. I mean at the yeah. end of the day it's what your best comfortable at what you feel most at home with doing mm. at the end of the day is to is to showcase your vocals and your talent yeah be it it's a cover or an original it's totally down to you for us originals work um that's how we showcase our yeah uh, our mm. excitement otherwise people also energy. make comparisons don't they? if you're, yeah. you're doing another band song or something oh it's a bit yeah. like i mean this it's just just for us song. we've we've grown up writing we've grown up as writers and mm. i think it, it would have been wrong for us to go onto a show and try and do other people's songs for us we sh- we we perform best when we do our own music which we can relate to because we've written it it's come from our headspace you see yeah, probably a good idea to explain to the listeners where the name Raksu comes from. I, I do know, but there's a reason for this. So, just kind of wonder, guys, where's that kind of derivation? Got that one. So, the original name was Tracks versus Suits. Yeah. The meaning behind that was if we were to have our way, we'd be comfortable wearing a tracksuit, doing what we love to do, 
but unfortunately you have to wear a suit and go to work every day so it's a body in both lifestyles at the same time it's a bit like football managers we, yeah. we always say so some we, people are track suits some people are suits we, play, rack, we right. play a game called <laughs> yeah, effectively do. called rack sue <laughs> no, we, do. we do because we, we say do. like if you imagine like for example let's do it we'll all have a game we'll all work on this so um, suit or track suit now you've got the third option you've got the kind of jumper and the, the, the pep look but we'll yeah. forget that we'll just play rack sue at the moment <laughs> so for example Raheem Sterling Raheem Sterling packs up play and becomes a manager First time he walks out, whoever he's managing, suit or track suit? What's track he suit. wearing? Track you see him track suit. I think he'd be oh, a suit. Oh, suit. suit. Yeah. make a statement. Yeah, yeah, I, think I think he's going to be influenced by Pep. I think he's going to wear that. Uh, he's going to go with the jumper and the, the, jumper yeah, and the jumper white t-shirt. Tie, yeah. I, th- I think he'd uh, he know yeah. people expect him to be track suit, so he consciously <laughs> goes suit. He'll go suit. I'll thought into the world. All right, then. A local one, then. Troy Deeney. So Troy Deeney, I saw him yesterday. He was just outside. Troy, suit. You going suit, Troy? Yeah, okay, tracksuit. Yeah, I'll go tracksuit. I've seen him in a few suits. I'm going suit. Yeah. Okay, we're yeah. going suit. You'd want to look Dina. smart. I agree with that. So uh, this one for Mustafa. Then uh, Mo Salah. What's Mo Salah going? Is he becomes a football manager? Is he suit <laughs> or tracksuit? <laughs> oh mate, he can wear whatever he wants. He'll come by in all three. Tracksuit and suit. So you can change it half time. And I said one more. Harry Kane. You see Harry Kane. Suit man. Definitely. I think he's tracksuit. I think Harry Kane would be a tracksuit on the training ground, getting involved with the coaching, still playing. No, but on match day, I I still think he'd be tracksuit. Yeah. It's no, a, I reckon suit. It's a I good game. Suit. I mean, I'm just saying, if you're playing the O2 and the and the, and the mics go down or something, have a game with the crowd. We will. We will. Can we yeah. phone into the show? So, so what difference has? I mean, it's a daft question, really. Of course, it's made a difference to your lives. But I have, I, what's hmm. what have been the most amazing things that have happened to you since you won the X Factor? I think it, it would all be different. It would all be kind of we all have different experiences experiences that affect us the most and and mean the most to us but um i think as a general it would be just that we're living life we're experiencing it together Mm. um we're having fun with it but at the same time we know that there is a lot of work um there is a lot of work that we need to do and we 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 can't take the foot off the gas at the moment Mm. but i definitely Um, think soccer soccer aid soccer was a big big moment for us um i think aside from all the music obviously to grow up taking sport quite seriously and me and miles playing semi-pro for up until music kind of took over it was like for a week we got to live the other dream as well and actually honestly got to pretend it's a brilliant project isn't it it's it's great they raise a lot of money it's great fun for the people who take part and great fun to watch as well it was an eye-opener for for myself it was an eye-opener because um i actually got to sit there um, and watch Ollie um, document when he went to Kenya, mm-hmm. and it, it, if seeing it in person and actually being involved with it, if, it affected me much more. And I've asked, I've asked if I can go out next year and document, Great. like, wow. because it's, it's honestly, it's for such a good cause. And like Ashley said, that the the whole week you you live mm. like a you live like a footballer, and that's what they say. Like the singers or the artists want to live like footballers, and the footballers want to be. Who your manager was? It Sam Allardyce? Yeah, I had Big Sam. I yeah, had Harry yeah. Redknapp. Oh yeah. Ah, okay. There we are. Uh, hope you enjoyed that. We are back tomorrow from one. We'll have uh, clips of the week and Martin Kellner. And, of course, Motti's back to talk international football. So, until then, have a fine evening. Cheers, Ruth. See you tomorrow. Thanks, mate. Well done. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 